Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, we're going to be getting unholy with Sam Smith. Gloria, the tour is coming to Excel Energy Center Wednesday, August 16th. We've got tickets. You can win them right here on our show. We have two pairs left. So today, tomorrow, we'll be giving those out in the 8 o'clock hour today. So keep listening. 651-641-1071 is the number to call. But don't call yet. No, I blocked the phone. Blocks, yeah. (laughs) The phones are blocked. But sometime in the 8 o'clock, uh, that's going to be quite a tour. They are amazing. So, welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. My Talk 1071, Alexis Holly and Eric Perkins with you this morning. Jason is still on vacation and he will be back next week. Perk, you assigned some homework yesterday. Well, I just, you know, we were talking about the Golden Globes. Yeah. And you see stars that are just like white hot. Oh, yeah. And. Yet they were also when they were kids and there was this massive span or chasm or gap in their careers in which they just sort of like went away. Yeah. And now all of a sudden they're the, they're the it girls or guys again. And it's just really kind of cool to see these career renaissances with some of these character actors that we just loved from our past, right? Or that, or that were so part of our childhood or our upbringing or that we have such fond memories of. And then to see them get this sort of rebirth is just heartwarming. And I'm thinking about Short Round here from Goonies. Yes. Or, or from, from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, <laughs> yeah. right? Or, or, well, and he was in the Goonies, too. Yeah, what? he was Data. Data. He was Data. That's what, the, yeah. And so, and. And, and winning. And, and, and it's Kwe Kwan, or what? How are we pronouncing? Or it's Kwan. He. K Kwan. Kihei Kwan. Kihei Kwan. I yeah. think is how he yes. said, yeah. Kihei Kwan. Um, and yeah, it was so fun to see him win. Oh, see him win. Everything everywhere. And just to see him all again, like at all. I could just like, oh my God, yes, yeah. I totally, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I loved you when you were Where have kid. you been? Where have you been? Brendan Fraser, for crying out loud, oh. to a degree. Right, I know he was a little bit older when he, when he first hit his zenith, right. but then he just fell off, right, for a long time. And he was, he was box office gold for a while. Oh, the mummy. Went, went away for a good spell. And uh, and now all of a sudden is returning in in a glorious form, um, where he's where he's you know in a massive hit movie and is up for all these uh, awards and the it's, whale. Just, it's just kind of cool. And so we were we were just getting to talking yesterday about who would you who would we love to see you know get that surge again and, yeah. and, and come back from our childhood and all of a sudden get a hot movie or a hot Netflix show and become a thing again. You know, yeah, and I just and some and you know some of these child actors have been able to maintain 
that stardom and luster over time. Jason Bateman, Drew Barrymore, who have found ways to always yeah. reinvent themselves and stay relevant. But a lot of these child actors just fade away and we forget about them and who knows what they do and maybe they try to make some you know kind of c-list comebacks on on, yeah. on sketchy reality shows or whatever but just never really pan out and so i'm asking who are who are those people that we would love to see become you know scorching hot again well a great example that we came up with yesterday jo- jonathan taylor thomas of course from home improvement yeah, right? oh yeah he's gone where is he we know he's a, he's a dad. He went to Harvard. I think there's JTT sightings in New York City at some point. Oh, okay. You know, he, yes. he's around. He is, yep. But he's not on the screen at all. Mm-mm. It was funny. We watched the Disney movie probably, like, right before Christmas. And it was Jonathan Taylor Thomas um, as he kind of was trying to go across the country in a Santa outfit, and I forget the name of it. Oh, yeah. But he was. It was. it was when he was, like, super... Popular, yes, right? And yeah. it was it was the the height of JTT. I'll be and home for Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. Oh, and it was boy. like, the, but like my it was and it totally held up. Like yeah. my kids loved the movie. It was great, and it was like, who is this? They were asking like, who is this guy? Because they liked it. And Jonathan Taylor. I'm like, that's JTT. He was, <laughs> and we we're trying to explain like it, back in the you know back in the day, like oh. the 90s. He was on the like one of the best sitcoms in the world, and oh, blah, blah, blah. he was like everybody loved him, and he was on all the. Magazine covers, and then he just kind of went away. He's the like, voice of Little Simba. Oh, that's yes, that's right. In the Lion King. Yes, he was in my locker. I know that. Did you put Teen Tiger Teen Teen Tiger in your uh, <laughs> magazines in your locker, Holly? Or was that? Do we miss that? Uh, no, I put Mad Magazine clippings. in Okay, my locker. Uh, I was that. Not, I was that kid. That does not yeah. surprise me. <laughs> not at all. No, <laughs> I had like the portrait of Kramer. That was oh, I love it. That, that was in my locker. <laughs> no, no Tiger Beat or Bop magazine for no. Holly. Oh, no, no, that was me. Yeah, just oh, Alfred E. Yeah. Newman. <laughs> love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had GTT. I had Will Smith, another kid star who oh. kept going. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, another good example. I had a hard time finding a female example because most of them. Did are still working? Maya Bialik, I loved Blossom. Yeah, she's still she's you still, know she's getting it done. It. Yeah, for sure. Raven Simone, another one that I was like, oh, she's still working. Uh, but my example or my the person I came up with that I would really love to see a true comeback because he did do some stuff with Ryan Murphy last year. Okay. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. I would love to see him come back with a big film or Netflix show, mm-hmm. something like that. Because like a big lots hit, of love for, like big. a big hit, like kind of yes. like his little brother has now with Succession, right? That, oh, yes, yeah. yeah, Kieran, right, exactly, something like that so, for him. A vehicle that brings him to the forefront of our conscience again. Yes, right? yes, for sure. I like it. And then, how about you guys? I, the female I came up with okay. like goes way back. Probably before your time, there was a show called Facts of Life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Facts of Life was yes. epic. And like I always loved, for whatever reason, Mindy Cohn from that show. And I, if, I, if there was a Mindy Cohn resurgence, Aww. I would be all about it. I would, yeah. be, I would love that. Let's see what... She's 56 now. Oh, yeah. She's getting up there then, huh? Yeah. 
Okay. I think she's pretty active on Instagram. Is she? And she's friends okay. with all sorts of... She is like one of those people that brings all the famous people together. Right. But like, oh, and so, okay. Yes, and so she's still out there, right? Yeah, right. yeah. She hasn't totally fallen off, but like if she... Something if she, big. Yeah, just get some sort of like movie deal or, or hit TV show where she was like a thing again. I would love that. That would be awesome. That's such a good pick, Perk. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my goodness! And then the mail I the mail I came up with is just like I always loved Brian Austin Green on on nine hundred two one Oh, he was so respectful of Donna. Remember? I I love David, and <laughs> and I know that he's had you know some career ups and downs and some with with uh, with you know what he's been trying to do in his marriage kind of. Oh yeah, or personal whatever. stuff, right? Personal stuff, but like if he, if he came back. Like oh. with a big hit show on Fox or something like that. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Like, right? And not just dancing with the stars and things like that. Right, but like, you know how like... Yeah, something big. Like a, like a, like a new CSI or something with, with... Oh, he would be great. Right? Or something like that. Oh. Uh, those are the two I came up with. Oh, I love it. Great picks. How about you, Holly? You got some? Yeah, over so there? for the female, I picked Thora Birch. Remember oh, okay. Thora Birch, Hocus Pocus? Yes. Oh, yes! She was in American Beauty, and I love her in Ghost World. And I'm going to still call her a child star in Ghost World because she was playing a teenager. Yes. Oh. Then she kind of dropped off the radar, yeah. and then she was supposed to make her big comeback in Wednesday on Netflix. And apparently she had shot most of her part in Wednesday, and then she left the series. What part did she play? Do you remember? Uh, well, she was playing a character called Tamara Novak. And I don't oh, know if okay. that, if they just scrapped that whole character and they brought in somebody else. Maybe okay. they brought in the Christina Ricci character. Uh, but Got I it. want her to be a thing. Something big. Yeah, she yeah. was yes. amazing in American Beauty. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Bring her back. Love it. Great yeah. pick, Holly. Yes. Anyone else? I, you know what? I threw out JTT out there. Oh, yes, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. She gets yeah. credit for that yeah. one. You Jonathan, absolutely do. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah. Oh, you guys have one, my talkers. Email the show. Tweet us. Let us know. We're all about the nostalgia today. Have you we, noticed that? We are. Bring, the old steak and shrimp places. Bringing back the old restaurants. You know bringing back the old actors and actresses. It's Throwback Thursday. <laughs> there it is. There we go. We need that comfy Afghan, you know? The granny squares are coming back. Thanks, Justin Bieber. Chirp, 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 chirp. We just want comfort. We just, it's, we're in, we just want comfort. We just, we're just living in ice storms and stuff uh, like that. Just give us, yeah. give us a big warm hug our, our, uh, from our from our past when everything was like not as harsh. A little bit more comfy. A little hoogly. A little hooga hooga. Oh, my goodness. I watched a movie yesterday. I need your help. I think you might have seen it. Banshee of Inishirin. 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 Um, Wow, what a movie. Let's talk about it next. Hey, everybody. It's Jace for my family at Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Are you doing dry January? I'm going to. So if you're looking for some great mocktails, look no further than Red Cow and Red Rabbit. The Obi-Wan of cocktails, Ian, has created some incredible mocktails. And let me tell you, mocktails are all the thing right now. They're all the rage. And Red Cow and Red Rabbit have non-alcoholic wine, a great non-alcoholic old-fashioned, and more. Are you looking for a good place to do brunch? 
Well, look no further than Red Cow and Red Rabbit. They do brunch Saturday and Sundays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., and their menu is incredible. And finally, this month, are you looking for uh, catering for a business meeting or a party or a new New Year event? Well, look no further than Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Their entire catering menu is available at redcowmn.com and redrabbitmn.com. So no matter what you're looking for, run to Red. What's that for? There's my review of the batteries of Sheeran. <laughs> Time to go to break. Time to go back to break, everybody. Oh, welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning, My Talk 1071. You know, I haven't been feeling so great. So yesterday, I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to lay on the couch and watch a movie. And uh, since this has been up for a lot of awards, Colin Farrell, of course, won a Golden Globe, uh, which was really fun to see him win because uh, we love him. He's just really a delightful man, isn't he? Just an, an amazing actor. Yeah, he is. And and I, I think he really killed it in this film, too. Uh, welcome back, Jason and Alexis. I'm Alexis, Holly, Eric Perkins in for Jace this morning. He'll be back next week. Uh, in case you're just joining us, um, The Banshees of Inishirin, I watched it yesterday. Um, I did not realize when I was watching it that it's actually considered a comedy. I was taking it very seriously. Um, so this is set in the early 20s in the Civil Wars of Ireland. Inishirin is a fake island off the coast of Ireland. Okay. And it's about these two guys who are friends. And one day, and also spoiler alert too, I just want to make sure we put the blanket down here because Holly, you've seen this film. Yes. Um, and now that <laughs> you were like, this is a comedy, it puts it in a whole different light for me. I think maybe I like it more. Um, because maybe I was taking it too seriously, but uh, it's about it's about a friendship. Uh, the older guy decides I don't want to be your friend anymore because you're too boring, you're dull, you're dim. Yeah. I don't like you anymore. Don't don't talk to me. Okay. And these guys are like raising animals. I mean, the animals should really uh, get awards in here because there's many of them. There's a donkey that really kills it. I mean, it's like yeah. great donkey acting. Jenny the donkey. Yes. Yep. Who's allowed in the house? And uh, you do realize, like, their lives, I mean, it is pretty boring, you know? Which they tend one's to their the boring animals. one? Is Colin Farrell the boring one, or is Colin Farrell the... He's the... A, yes, he's accused of being the boring one. Okay. By the older guy, who um, just says, look, I don't have much time. I, I want to make sure that, you know, I'm having these interesting conversations. We talked the other day for two hours about donkey BMs, and I don't want to do that anymore with you. Leave me alone. But then they see each other all the time, because this is a small little island, they're seeing each other at the pub, and um, he is a a musician, the guy that decides, I don't want to talk to Colin anymore. Um, it was, his name is Paddock, and then Colum is the, the older guy. And um, Paddock, Colin Farrell, lives with his sister, who she decides she's... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Going and she goes on her own adventure, she leaves, and so he's really feeling lonely. Mm-hmm. And this guy doesn't want, ha- want to have anything to do with him. And finally, they keep seeing each other, and he's like, if you don't leave me alone, I'm going to cut my fingers off. Okay. And spoiler alert. Oh. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Spoiler. I know. Should we? He does. Oh, that was such a spoiler. It was. It was. But it's so much more than that. It is. Absolutely. It's so much more than that. It absolutely is. There are conversations that they have, and it, there is. <sighs> I don't know, maybe it was the drugs I was on, but I was like, oh my gosh, he did it. He did it. And there's there's so much more. You're absolutely right. Um, that you're just going, whoa. The pacing really got me in the beginning. I had to put the subtitles on to, you know, understand what was going on. Yes. Because well, I mean, very deep. Like, they're speaking English, though. They are, but okay. it's very, yeah. It's very accented. Yeah, got in, it. In the Irish way, lots of uh, yeah. slang. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yep. Um, and I know it's it's a metaphor for what's going on in Ireland at that moment with the Civil War, at, fighting against each other. It's, it really is no good in the end. Everyone suffers. So now that I know that it's a comedy, I'm liking it more. But at the time I'm watching this, things are happening to the animals. Things... Colin Farrell's character says he's going to do something. He does something. Um, the other guy's just basically injuring himself. Um, did you ultimately like this in the end, Holly? I did. Okay. I like the Banshees of Inishirin. That's the movie that we're talking about. Yeah. It's a very dark comedy. Yeah. And it's not a laugh out loud comedy. Uh-uh. Y- you know, I would say that it's categorized as a comedy only because I wouldn't consider it a drama. Right. But then right. at the same time, it's like this isn't you're not going to be, you know, laughing at the great one liners. But it is clever. It is insightful. It is something that you definitely have to be in the mood for. Yeah. Otherwise, if you're not expecting it then it's going to be hard to digest the Banshees of Inishir, and you're going to be like, wow, this movie's getting great reviews. What's going on? i got to see this. Colin Farrell's in it? This is amazing. Uh-huh. And then, And he yeah. was fantastic in it, by Abs- the way. Yes, absolutely. Accolades for his performance, well-deserved. Yes, him and um, Brendan Gleeson. Yes. Plays the other guy, the friendship there. Both fantastic. And the scenes are absolutely beautiful. You're right, though. You have to be ready for this, yes. I think, because, um, wow, I was just thinking, what is going on with this? <laughs> yeah. What? And if, you're, if your movie tastes don't skew into the strange, absurd, dark, black comedy, yeah. it, the Banshees of Inishirin might not be for you. Yeah. But you know what? HBO Max is where you can watch it. You get to decide. Right. Give it, give it a shot. Yeah. I did want to turn it off within the first 25 minutes, but I am happy that I stay stuck with it because um, 
wow, it just gets wild. And um, yeah, and then it just ends. And you're just kind of like, whoa, okay, all right. I get it. But what a journey to get there. Do you know what I'm saying? Without giving away too much here, guys, I'm trying here. Um, have not, you watched not, it? Not HBO quite, Max. Not Let quite the uh, hatchet-wielding hitchhiker, was it? No! <laughs> that was the other thing yeah. I watched. Alexis <laughs> staying up all night. Jeez. Like a, like a movie marathon for Alexis last night. It was a movie marathon. Now, the other movie I watched was the Elvis movie. Wait, you watched a third movie last you night? Watched, that movie's Guys. like three hours long. Yeah, that was oh another God. journey. But I got to say, I loved it. How, how much... How much screen time did you endure last night? I, you know, I haven't been feeling great, so I just yeah. laid there and just okay. Well, let's play this. Let's play this again, or not? Well, let's play this next one. Yeah, I know. I yeah, I didn't have much going on yesterday. So oh my I gosh, thought, I watched. Watch I watched the trailer for uh, the menu. Oh yes. Have you seen that trailer? I have you watched the movie? I haven't. No. Okay. My gosh, it looks no. amazing. Yeah, that looks like a nice thriller. Yeah, yeah, I was. I I didn't think it was, and then all of a sudden I watched the trailer. I was like, "Oh, this is like nothing I thought it was." Whoa! Who watched that recently? It's Battle really Royale, cool. huh? Yeah, it looks okay. like that. Well, we love that Anya Joy, Anya Taylor, Taylor. Joy. Yep, there's three names. Yep, like we Battle Royale, as in the movie Battle Royale, or just oh, from the from the okay, yeah, yeah like, as oh, in, yeah, as in as in. Who is left standing yep. at the oh end gosh. of this thing? Mm-hmm. Maybe that will be our other assignment at some point. We well, it, it just—it looks like a boatload of people going to an exclusive island or something like that, where yeah. Ray Fiennes is the chef, who's an extraordinarily talented chef with an army of sous chefs, and they're you go there to to eat like what is ex- supposedly the most exclusive and unbelievable meal of their lives. Yeah. And then apparently, I don't know. There's a thriller. Doors, dun, dun, dun. doors start locking. People start getting sequestered. Yeah. Sounds like, like a fun adventure. Violence ensues. I don't know. It seemed like, whoa, this is nothing what I thought of. But anyway, this is, that was just a trailer. I can't speak to it, but I'm definitely going to watch it. It intrigued me and perked me up enough to make me think, whoa, I got to check this out. Yeah. The menu, but but Elvis was good. I liked Elvis. Yeah. yeah, the okay. So Austin Butler, amazing as Elvis, really, especially if he sang a lot of the songs. Sounds just like him. Looks just like him. Did a fantastic job. The weak point for me is Tom Hanks as playing his manager. No, oh. it felt like Tom Hanks playing his manager. Yeah, you know? he was distracting as Colonel Tom Parker. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just it. The voice, the look, everything. I, I would have liked to see an unknown in that role just to, well, they get a shot. But also, you don't have that. Pre- it felt like Tom Hanks. Just like I felt like that when, you know, in Pinocchio, too. And meanwhile, I was tasked this week to see White Lotus. <laughs> yeah, how's that going? So, tonight. <laughs> it's tonight. Okay. Yes, we are true deadline people. It's the truth. It's tonight. Okay. Tonight I'm going to watch episode one. But because last night I was like, either, I'm either going to make this dinner. Yeah. Or I'm going to watch this show. And I ended up making the dinner. Oh, Barry the lead perk. I ended up making the dinner okay. last night. Can we? Okay. We got to talk about that when we come okay. back. Okay. Yep, we're unstoppable today. Happy Thursday, everybody. It's Jason and Alexis. It's in the morning on my talk 1071. Alexis Holly and Eric Perkins with you this morning. 
Jason's still on vacation. He'll be back next week. Aloha. By oh, the pool. Paradise. Ooh. Yeah. We're, we're just uh, transferring over there, hoping. Yeah. <laughs> just, ha- just thinking about we're what really, it must be like in the sunshine. We're really happy for you, Jason. And yeah. your, your two-week lap of luxury. Uh, we're, no, honestly, honestly, we are happy for yeah, you. Because oh, that's, yeah. that awesome. is well-deserved, uh-huh. undoubtedly. Yes, for sure. Now, you were talking about a couple things. White Lotus, which you're going to try tonight. Uh, yeah. And also... Making a delicious meal that we were just getting all hungry and so like you know like you get these notifications or whatever and then all of a sudden one piques your interest and I love to cook uh, to be honest with you and and I love to try like maybe recipes that I've never had before and or ones that are somewhat challenging too right I you know to do the sort of just the pedestrian easy meals are that's great sometimes when you're in a hurry. But if I have a little time, I love to I love to get into it, right? Yeah. So I got a recipe. It was like it was a Food and Wine magazine's top searched recipe, or most or most liked recipe, or something like that, or most downloaded recipe of 2022. So I was like, oh, what's this? Yeah, I clicked on it, and it was like Italian wedding risotto. Oh, and I was like, whoa, that sounds awesome. And so like, because I love Italian wedding soup, right? Yeah, and then I'm like, I love risotto. Mm. So like, throw me some risotto, some you know, and so I made it last night. Okay. I made Italian wedding risotto last night from this Food and Wine magazine. I sent you the link. Championship, okay. Yum. I'm gonna put it up on our show page, mytalk1071.com. Okay, give me a sec here, but it will be up soon. Yeah. So this was, uh, it was not uh, a quick process. <laughs> Oh. This is tedious. Risotto is tedious by nature. Like you have to really kind of like finesse risotto. It's a, if you want to get it right, it takes a long time and a lot of stirring. Oh, okay. A lot of stirring, constant stirring, and um, and so it's this. Yeah, it's this broth and Ooh. this risotto, some onions and celery and some garlic, and then it's like, and then it gets and a lot of butter, Ooh. olive oil and. Stuff like that, and then you get the risotto going. Meanwhile, you're cooking these meatballs that you're hand making. Okay, like eighteen to twenty pork meatballs that you're you're making up with, you know, the parsley and the parmesan and all. Mm. Oh, and then yum. like and then like those come out, and then you and then you put the you put the meatballs on top of the risotto, and it just becomes this um, intermingling of uh, of culinary fun. And um, it was it was delightful. Did, did your family all enjoy it? So my my son thought that the risotto was a little too onion forward. <laughs> okay. Okay, but like um, I, I, they loved the meatballs. The meatballs were lights out. I said I might just Ooh. do these meatballs. Do them again. Separate, mm-hmm. and because the risotto was so time consuming, but. I might yeah. still do the result. I never know. But yeah. anyway, um, it was put put in some pasta. It over, sounds good. Overall, it was well received, and Ooh. that's you know with three picky school age kids that yeah. sometimes you know get oh no have challenging palates because they're so picky. But yeah. it worked because because nice. if nothing else, they ate the meatballs, which were amazing. Ooh, okay, I'm looking at it now. That looks delicious. Okay. Right, wow, yeah. it's like a nice comfort food. Mm. All right, recipes up, mytalk1071.com if you would like to try it as well. It's time for this. It's time to make a choice. Would you rather? 
Jason and Alexis present Would You Rather? All right. Would you rather, especially now, with what are the mega millions now? What like one point three five billion dollars? Oh yeah, we gotta play. That's tomorrow, right? Tomorrow's a drawing. Oh yeah, tomorrow, Tuesdays and Fridays, Holly. Oh. Okay, so we gotta go get tickets today. It's probably more than that now because that was the number yesterday. Dang. Uh, Okay. Would you rather find true love or win the lottery? Oh, you're asking me? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yes. know if you were okay, yeah. yes. asking Holly first. No. Um, Whoever wants to jump in. I'd lo- I mean, I'd, I'd love to win the... Ro- yeah. <laughs> uh, in my eyes, I found true love, so I've already found that. So I'm going to go with uh, winning the lottery because that would help us, uh, you know. Yeah. Change lives for yeah, sure. Change lives. Change other people's lives. Change our lives. All for the better. Okay. Hopefully. I, yeah, same. I I have true love. Yeah, I have experienced not true love. Oh, and I I've done it all. Yeah. At this point, I'm tired. Let's let's win the lottery and then then have a nice day. Have we're a nice in a, day. we're in a state where you don't have to but like, come publicly forward that you've won, right? I don't I, think so. Okay. I don't know. I can't say for sure. Okay. Then then that's what I'm picking if that's the case. Yeah, I don't. Uh, man, see, the thing is, if you have to come Oof. forward publicly, yeah. you're going to end up on 48 Hours yep. Mystery. Yeah. That's just the route. Right. Exactly. Unless you can buy an island and then just go there and live in a cave and just <laughs> Yeah, live. but a luxury cave. Oh, it would absolutely <laughs> be luxury. It's like the one behind the house in Silver Spoons, you know? Yeah. The train that goes around, you know, the whole thing. <laughs> Okay, would you rather be chronically underdressed or overdressed? Mm. Chronically overdressed. Okay. Mm. I just always just to be ready. I always I always feel huh. I, I love dressing up. I just do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, like right now I'm kicking it in a hoodie and some Lululemon pants or whatever. But yeah. it's like, but ultimately That's the morning show for you. Mm-hmm. Ultimately I, I if I had to choose I'd, it just gives me, gives me swag. I don't know. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I like dressing up. Holly? At, at first, I thought you meant underdressing like not wearing clothes. Oh, right. <laughs> I was like, do I want to be undressed like, perpetually awkward or perpetually awkward like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man to overdressed? No, I'm with Perk. Believe yeah. it or not, I actually do like dressing up. We are currently in a situation or that is not happening visually at this moment. You would not recognize that, <laughs> right? You would just. I'm like, I grabbed some socks this morning. I was like, we're leaving our house at four thirty. Hard pants are. A, that's a tough call. I gotta invest in some clearance sweatpants. Being on this shift, yeah, that is something I've discovered. Yes, but I would if I had to wear a suit and do all that every day here. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, would do it. I'm ultimately gonna pick being overdressed as well. Although in the last three years, man, this you know this leisure, athleisure, comfy vibes, I'm for it. Yeah, but yeah, if you had to pick one, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Wow, we need to take a break already, guys. Ah! ah, let's do that when we come back. Super Nintendo World is set to open, and we've got the previews. Ooh, some Universal news coming up. Oh, it's good stuff. 
I can't wait. I just texted my friend. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Right. We have lots of plans, don't we, from today's show? Seems lots like of it. good stuff. Jason and Alexis in the morning, My Talk 1071. Happy Thursday, everyone. Alexis Holly and Eric Perkins with you this morning. Holly, yes. Super Nintendo World is set to open soon. Very soon. Y'all <gasps> oh, excited? Excited? I am. I am. Perk, <gasps> would you go to Super Nintendo World? For sure. This is opening at Universal Studios Hollywood, which is located uh, right near L.A. It's opening February 17th. Wow. And folks are getting the first peek at Super Nintendo World. And it looks, look, if you are a Nintendo fan, get yourself to Universal Studios because this looks like you are entering into Super Mario Brothers. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to just say something here. Yeah? Um... It's about damn time. Like honestly, like, <laughs> yeah. like how how is okay, this, Lizzo? <laughs> how has this not happened by now? Yeah, right. The only place it has happened is it Japan. It's in Japan. Yeah. It's at Universal Studios mm-hmm. Japan. Mm. They have a new Super Nintendo World. Naturally, of course, uh, Super Nintendo it, Japan is its home. Yep. And now we're fine. This has been long in the works. Universal oh, Studios yeah. has been talking about this for years. It's finally opening February seventeenth. <sighs> They've got a Mario Kart ride. Oh, that's what I was wondering. Will they be doing that? Okay, so we got the ride. We could be all the different characters, right? Yes. They've got Bowser's Castle. Yes. That's another thing I was just looking at. That looks amazing. There's a Super Mario Brothers themed restaurant. Ooh. You can eat Toadstool cheesy garlic knots. Ooh. Princess Peach Cupcake. And it looks like I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> yeah, I know again. Here we are. Here we are and again. And the burgers are Mushrooms? Top- Yes, and they're topped with little Mario and Luigi hats. Oh, how cute is that? Can, we, can we go down pipes into other worlds? Ooh, that uh, would be cool. That would be cool. You know, I don't know. Mm. I don't think that the mushrooms at Super Nintendo World are quite up to the task of bringing you into other dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. But this looks like a lot of fun. This Mario Kart ride, it looks like you're wearing 3D goggles. And then you're in like a bumper car looking thing. So it's probably the, yeah, the combo of like a 3D experience with maybe, you, I don't know. I just, that just sounds amazing. Yeah, so we're we're going to be able to go into this February 17th. It's opening Universal Studios in Hollywood. So the Orlando one doesn't have this. Please note that because this is one of those things, you know, Disneyland has some different things than Disney World. And right. such is the case. So if you go to Florida and you're like, I'm going to go on Mario Kart. No, no, you're no, not. Not happening. Not happening. Oh, it's like you're stepping into a video game. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. There you go. There you Planning go. that. There's mm-hmm. also Universal Studios Junior. Well, I'm calling it Universal Studios Junior because this is something that's going to be opening in Texas. What? I know. What's this? It's a Universal Studios theme park that's set to open in Frisco, Texas, and it's specifically aimed at the under 10 demographic. So oh. this is like a Universal Studios for the little kids. And so parents don't have to worry about, are they tall enough? Do they weigh enough? Exactly. You just go. You just go. Okay. As a mom of a three-year-old, I'm loving this. This would be exactly for you, Lex, 
Lil Zen on Hill going to this park in Texas. It, wow. The, yeah. I gotta go to Texas though? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> North Texas. So it's yeah. closer. Okay, I'll That's see you there. You go. Yeah, you just go down 35, you'll get there eventually. <laughs> right. Just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> Don't turn left at Albuquerque. Just go there. So we're we're talking SpongeBob. Like, what are some of the universal? uh, Will there be Harry Potter at all? Or are we? um, You know, we don't have details because this was literally just announced. But what we do know from the presser is it's full of family-friendly attractions, interactive and playful shows, character meet and greets, merch, food, beverages, specifically catering to the little kids from ages three to nine. Perfect. And it's, they said it's designed to be a one to two day experience. Oh. We don't have a name for this, but some of the characters being mentioned: trolls, mm. Madagascar, oh, Kung, Kung Fu Panda, Cute. How to Train Your Dragon, Ooh. Minions, Curious George, Where's Waldo? Oh. Curious yeah. George, cute. Yeah, Alexis might spontaneously combust <laughs> from all the cuteness <laughs> in this park. Oh, but Holly. <laughs> So oh, but Holly, what? I, scrolled, I scrolled further down on one of the articles. Yeah. Oh, what'd you find? Universal Parks also set to open a year-round horror attraction. Oh, what? Sure. Look, Universal Studios Horror Nights in Hollywood, that's a whole thing. Yes. And oh. it I was too scared to go. Okay, so they're... they're, they're they're tapping into wow. Okay, so Wait, so how does that work, Perk? They're they're slated to eventually open in Las Vegas. Okay, <laughs> a resort that will bring life to Universal's vast library of classic horror films and today's most terrifying tales as well. Would you go to a horror amusement park? Oh yeah, that might be on a line for me. This is either the most genius idea ever. Or the worst, <laughs> worst in Las Vegas. Well, it, I mean, so it's the classics. It's Frankenstein. It's Dracula, the mummy, oh. the wolfman. But they are also working on collaborations with uh, people like James Wan, Jordan Peele, Jason Bloom, some of the more high profile modern filmmakers Ooh. in this genre to to uh, you know, flush it out. Too oh, scared okay. to go. Yeah. Too scared okay. to go. Nope. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> uh, would you go, Perk? I, I love haunted houses, so okay. I would be all about it. Like, yeah. I'm such a good customer for that kind of thing. Yeah, I get really into it. I, I think that, oh, yeah, it depends on who I go with. I, if I'm with friends who really are into it, I'll, I'll go. But I have to be in the middle of the pack, and no one can touch me. Because that was, that is, <laughs> that is, uh, ooh, I just have flashbacks to haunted houses where they could touch your ankles and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oof. Oh, yeah. No, no, okay. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, hey, Vegas is the perfect spot for that. You're right. It's either genius or, yeah. But that's what's great about Ve- Vegas. You got lots of choices. You can do what you want there. Stays there, right? <laughs> All right. Hey, we're going to find love next with Second Chance Romance or maybe like or maybe just... You know, a second chance. On Tuesday, we found love, so let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, that's next. Second chance romance.